Boston Podcast. And we're back with another special edition of the Big Go Bell Podcast. Storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but ultimately it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. All right, guys, this is Aaron from the Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to give you my real-time reaction to the hashtag delete or decay match. Um, I'm watching it for the first time right now. It's on Friday, the day after it aired. The (laughs) senior Benjamin just told the decay he's digging their graves. That's a great way to start. I did this, by the way, for the uh, hashtag final deletion match. Um, I guess it would have been about a month or so ago, and people seem to enjoy that, so that's why I'm doing this live reaction again. Senior Benjamin is my favorite character on Impact Wrestling. He's standing in the middle of the graveyard. There's a bunch of hardy signs. He dug a bunch of graves. This is shot like a weird 80s horror film. There's a bunch of really crazy lighting and smoke. And I guess Rosemary's kind of like a zombie. At least that's how she's walking. By the way, I'm going to pause for a second. The segment in the middle where the where Rosemary's walking down the road and the decay hijacks this guy's car is incredible. If you happen to fast forward through Impact and didn't see that, the, a biscuit's in the driver's seat. And it's like, I hear Cameron's lovely this time of year, referring to Cameron, North Carolina, the home of the Hardys. Um, so anyways, just wanted to throw that out there. Gosh, the score is also a very 80s horror movie. What is happening here? They're looking in the window. Okay, so King Maxwell's with Rebby Sky. There's a spider web. This is like, this is so weird. They're waving at the baby in the window. Decay, I knew you'd come. (laughs) Okay, there's a commercial. I'll be right back. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Connect with us on all of our platforms, bgbgroup.tumblr.com at BGB Group on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Big Gold Belt. Okay, and we're back. So they're following Broken Matt Hardy away from the house. I want Rebby Sky to get involved in this because someone needs to fight Rosemary. There she is. Oh, gosh. Oh gosh, they they have Roman candles again. Wow. They're like Roman candle cannons. The ones that I've shot were way more dangerous than this. These look pretty safe. They're firing Roman candles across the lawn. 
at the decay. And now they've made their way over to a giant ladder by a barn. This must have been like so fun to film. I'm sure you can hear the fireworks in the background. Rebby Sky is shooting the Roman candles with them, by the way, which is great. This is actually shot really well. Like, there's some really cool slow-mo stuff. The lighting's pretty good, too. Definitely not what I want to see from wrestling all the time, but I like it once in a while. It's so weird how Matt's like so valorous now in protecting his family and his son. He's just talking about, go protect King Maxwell, he's everything. Like a month ago, he was like a psychotic person. Okay, so now they're shooting the fireworks right at the uh, the old broken down boat in the middle of his yard. So many fireworks. Get to the house. <laughs> oh, now what? Jeff just drop kicked the boat, and I think Abyss was behind it. Here comes Senior Benjamin. I have to get the boat for Mr. Hardy. What is happening now? They're looking for him. I'm lifting the boat up. What is going on? I want Abyss to turn into Joseph Parks. Like, oh my god, he did. He turned into Joseph Parks. So he turned into Joseph Parks, just like Jeff turned into Willow in the first match. Oh my gosh, Senior Benjamin just shocked him with a taser. And now he has him in a little a little mini tractor with a scooper on it, and he's carrying Joseph Parks. Well, is he carrying him into the water? This is like a murder. Here comes crazy Steve on the dock. He just bit Jeff. Okay. He has his face, he's trying to force his face into a fire pit on fire. Oh my gosh. It's like murder. They're fighting each other next to the fire pit. Whoa, Matt has like a fire pit and he has like a pool around the fire pit. That's sweet. Whoa, Jeff just does, he did a suplex into water, which wouldn't hurt at all, but it's, it looked cool, I guess. And now they're fighting each other underwater. Wow, they had underwater cameras for this. That's kind of cool. Is Matt looking for, he's looking for rosemary in like the forest? There's like smoke and red light. Oh god, there's rosemary. This definitely isn't as good as the first deletion match, but it's pretty cool so far. Here comes Senior Benjamin with the tractor again. You think he just dropped Joseph Parks into one of the graves, and he's like laughing like an evil person. There's Jeff, he's fighting Crazy Steve. They've been underwater for about two minutes now. <laughs> and it looks
looks like Jeff has a sleeper hold on him underwater. So yeah, we're definitely getting into murder territory here again. What is going on? This is so weird. Brother Nero is laughing after he climbs out of the pool. Crazy Steve's like unconscious underwater. What? Oh, here comes Crazy Steve again to pull him under the water, just like Friday the 13th style. I love it. This is really, really goofy. Senior Benjamin's burying Abyss, or Joseph Parks rather, in a grave with a shovel. What are you doing now? I bet like Abyss is going to come out of the ground. Oh yeah, there he is. Abyss comes out of the grave and is choking Senior Benjamin. And now <laughs> Crazy Steve's choking Jeff with a kid flotation like raft in the pool. Because of course he is. Crazy Steve looks different without the face paint. Oh, no, his face is painted again. We're good. Gosh, if I was a kid watching wrestling right now, this would be scary. But I'm an adult watching wrestling, so it's okay. Now Matt's going to fight Rosemary. This should be good. She's hissing at him like a zombie. And he was just one behind a tree. And, oh my gosh, Abyss just swung the giant nail-covered 2x4 at him. Get up. What is Matt? He's, like, leaning on a post. Oh, Janice, that's what it's called. Oh my god, Jeff just took Janice in the gut. He, like, saved Matt and took the blow for him. Jeff just, like, sacrificed himself. There's, like, nails in his stomach. This is so violent for television. Brother Nero. So wonky. Now they're coming after Matt. Of course, Vanguard 1 is getting ready to arm himself with rockets. Vanguard 1, it, it's like Doom style where like you see it from the view of the character, like in Doom, when they did that last five minutes of Doom like that. So Vanguard 1 now shooting, okay, so now the whole field just lit on fire, and it's like in this crazy, I'm assuming it's the Hardy Boys like TNA logo, yeah. So it's like traced in fire on the lawn. Holy cow, that looks kind of cool, actually. And now the Decay is trapped in the middle of this flaming Hardy Boy sign, even though they could just literally just jump over the little two-inch fire they're surrounded by. Looks like Rosemary has King Maxwell. This kid's going to be scarred for life with all these creepy painted people. Here comes Vanguard 1. Put the boy down. What? She just spit something at Vanguard 1. Vanguard 1 is short-circuiting now. 
What is going? Vanguard one just short circuited. Now she's looking for King Maxwell. This is so weird. Uh oh, who's this? Broken. You have just crossed a line that you can never return from. She spits the mist at Matt, who inhales the mist. He, like, inhaled it all. They must have shot that and then reversed it. That's cool. He spits it back in her face. How is it that this mist burns your face, yet it doesn't burn your mouth when you spit it? That's the part I don't get. She's acting like he just spit hydrochloric acid in her face. I'm going to push pause again. I'll be back. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Connect with us on all of our platforms, bgbgroup.tumblr.com, at bgbgroup on Twitter, and facebook.com slash biggoldbelt. Okay, so we got King Maxwell back with his family. That's nice. It's just weird to see Broken Matt Hardy, who's like this crazy psychotic person, is now like a family man who's going to mourn his brother who got impaled with a bunch of nails. And Senior Benjamin's out cold too. Now the decay's running off in a truck. Huh. And that's it. So that was Deleter Decay. Um... I'll say this, it wasn't as good as Final Deletion. I'm I'm not I, I think maybe just the somewhat novelty of Final Deletion was what's gonna make it better, just because you you didn't know what you were watching and here you've kind of you've seen the genre, but it was more of a of a horror movie vibe this time, definitely, especially with the decay involved. Very entertaining again. It's it's not like your episode of Monday Night Raw where you can kind of, you know, I tune in and out of Facebook or paperwork or talking with my wife or watching something on YouTube while I'm watching raw, you know, with raw, you kind of definitely get the highlights with paper, you know, and WWE pay-per-views maybe to a lesser extent, but I will say with deleter decay, I didn't look away the entire match. It was um, very captivating for what it was. You, there's no doubt going to be a part two because they have to avenge brother Nero being impaled with Janice um, and their attempted kidnapping. So we had like attempted murder and attempted kidnapping in this match, which is kind of crazy. Um, I, I, I wonder if we'll see a live version of this at bound for glory. Maybe that's what th it's being built to. I kind of thought you'd have like the rematch between bro brother Nero and broken Matt at bound for glory, but I guess maybe they're going to try and take this a lot longer than that. Anyways, I thought it was cool. Um, very creative as always. Um, very well shot. Um, so yeah, I th that's my impression of Deleter Decay. It was good. You should definitely watch it if you haven't. A um, lot more fireworks this time, I'll say that. The less wrestling though. That was what I guess maybe I liked better about the final deletion was that there was at least wrestling and there was a ring. And you know the idea was to get a pinfall or a submission. There were... 
you know, traditional high spots mixed with more of the movie type fighting. So maybe that's maybe that's besides the novelty. Maybe that's more why I liked Final Deletion better. Maybe we'll get back to that with the sequel against the decay that we probably all know is coming. Maybe Willow will be a part of that. Anyways, um, a quick word about CM Punk. Uh, since the last episode that the fellas recorded, he did make weight today at an even 170 at the weigh-in this morning in Cleveland, Ohio. Mickey Gall also made weight at 170.5 pounds. So everyone made weight. The fight's on. It's happening tomorrow night, UFC 203. Um, it, it was interesting watching the four-part series they put out about CM Punk on Fox Sports 1. Um, what What CM Punk will probably be known for in terms of his wrestling career above anything would be that pipe bomb and the subsequent title runs. You know, the most notable matches being against John Cena, Money in the Bank in Chicago, when everyone thought he could be leaving. And then the match with The Rock at Royal Rumble is another one that really sticks out to me, um, preceding WrestleMania 29. But what he made his bones on when he, when he got hot, um, really hot on that last run was reality, incorporating reality into the fictitious storylines of professional wrestling. And it's almost like he's doing that again this weekend. He's captivated the MMA world um, because he is, I mean, this is the ultimate reality. He's getting in a legitimate fight with a legitimate professional, and he is a novice. He has an 0-0 professional record, and he's going to be on the big stage tomorrow night on the same card at which the... UFC heavyweight championship of the world will be defended. It's no joke. Um, a lot of experts predict that this is going to maybe not even last past the first five-minute round. I, I'm not well-versed enough in MMA to know for sure, but I know he's fighting a guy with more experience professionally, and he has none, so you have to account for that. But this is the ultimate reality um, integration by CM Punk here. This is you can't get any more real than what he's done here. That's for sure. So we will see what happens tomorrow night. I definitely am pulling for the guy being in, in a, a Midwest native. You know, we pull for our own and big up to CM Punk. Um, we'll catch you guys. Maybe I'll do maybe kind of a real-time reaction to the main event of Backlash on Sunday night between AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose, the WWE heavyweight champion of the world. We have world champions and universe champions now, I guess. Um, so, yeah, this was my delete or decay reaction and my well wishes to CM Punk and the ultimate reality he'll be entering on Saturday evening in Cleveland, Ohio at the Quicken Loans Arena. And I guess real quick before I go, um, I, th I think it would be remiss not to mention that Alberto Del Rio was officially... Um, released by WWE today, as expected, he chose not to pick up the option on his contract after his wellness policy violation. You know, definitely well, you know, well respected and definitely deservedly frustrated with his creative direction over the past 10 months or so since he returned at, I believe it was Survivor Series when he won the title, the US title from Cena last year. I don't blame the guy for leaving. He can definitely make his money on Independence, Ring of Honor, Lucha, Mexico, Japan, wherever he wants to go. He's a well-seasoned veteran who deserves to call his own shots and probably can afford to do so at this point. The sad part about the whole thing is that Paige supposedly has 
quit WWE, even though she's under contract for a couple more years, um, and I guess has allegedly has legal representation to kind of assist in that severing of ties from WWE. It's a shame because she's like 23 or 24, and I don't even think she ever really hit her stride. You know, she had the title matches with AJ Lee when she first debuted, um, the stuff with the Bellas a little bit, part of the Diva Revolution storyline, feuded with Charlotte there for a hot minute, but nothing ever terribly substantial. Her high note was almost her debut when she won the title um, the night after WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. I just, it's a shame. Very talented um, superstar in the ring, very experienced, had a lot more to give. They just never really, you know, besides the heel run and the face, never really broke out after that. I wish they would have changed literally everything up about her and repackaged her, not necessarily getting rid of kind of the gothic um, looking appearance or, you know, look, but just changing her character up a little bit. I think she could have had so many other runs. And again, just so young and so talented and maybe leaving the company already after, you know, a little over two years. It's just weird. And then you wonder how they're going to handle this with her being a, a character on air personality on Total Divas. Who knows? Um, it's just a shame. And then you look at what the Raw division, the Raw women's division is now Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, um, Summer Rae. I think, I think Tamina might still be on Raw. I don't remember where she got drafted. And that's it, man. The, as much as as much as heavy as that division is at the top on Raw, I'm really enjoying all the personalities being developed on the SmackDown side of things. And we don't even have Eva Marie on TV at the moment, but you know that's going to be more awesomeness when she gets back. So I, I hope Paige isn't gone, but it wouldn't shock me. Um, it just stinks that she, the company probably forced her hand a little bit, but at the end of the day, her career might be ending with WWE prematurely because of her relationship with a guy that's almost in his 40s and she being in her early 20s. I just, I don't know. It doesn't, it's weird for me, but I guess I'm sure there's more that I don't understand about the situation. And from what I understand, like I said, WWE wasn't very respectful about their relationship and maybe they weren't professional about it. You know, the people in the relationship I don't know. It's just weird. A lot of weird. I said weird a lot in this episode. But anyways, this is Aaron. Big old belt wrestling podcast. I'll catch you guys next time.